This show is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information. We strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing. Let's begin. Episode 7, Lizard Man of Skateboard Swamp. Deep in the murky swamplands of central South Carolina, it is rumored that a reptilian humanoid has made its home beneath the Spanish moss-draped canopy. The monster stands at least seven feet tall, with green scaly skin, red eyes, and three toes on each foot. Often mistaken for an alligator as it slithers toward the bank, the massive creature then finds its feet and reaches a reported sprinting speed nearing 40 miles per hour. With dozens of sightings and bizarre incidents over the years, it sits among some of the most intimidating creatures ever encountered. While the Lizard Man of Skateboard Swamp has become something of a mascot for the nearby town of Bishopville, it is spoken of in tones of fear and reverence to this day. Those who have witnessed the creature's ferocity are all too aware of how serious the danger it poses is. The first reported sighting was in the fall of 1987. 20-year-old George Holman Jr. was riding his bike home from work. As he passed near Skateboar Swamp, he stopped to take a smoke break on the side of the road. While sitting next to his bike, he spotted what he thought was an odd-colored tree stump. He stood and began walking toward it in order to get a closer look. When he was just under 30 yards from the figure, it stood up. He froze immediately as he realized its size. Suddenly, he was not 30 yards from an odd tree stump. He was less than 30 yards from a seven-foot-tall creature covered in green scales. As it began to bristle, a car approached from the north. As the headlights caught the creature, George saw its glowing red eyes and large tail for the first time. It spun away from the approaching vehicle and ran on two legs into the trees. The following summer, on June 29, 1988, a 17-year-old boy named Christopher Davis was driving home from a late shift at work around 2 a.m. Though it was a drive he likely made often, tonight's drive held a surprise that he would never have expected. After his tire blew out, he stopped on the side of a road near the local swamp to change it before finishing his trip back home, and that's when his encounter with the lizard man occurred. According to Davis, he had nearly finished changing the flat when he suddenly heard a strange thumping sound coming from behind him. What he saw when he turned around was the most terrifying image he had ever experienced. I looked back and saw something running across the field toward him, Davis said of that night. It was about 25 yards away and I saw red eyes glowing. 
I ran into the car and as I locked it, the thing grabbed the door handle. I could see him from the neck down, the three big fingers, long black nails and green rough skin. He was strong and angry. I looked in my mirror and saw a blur of green running. I could see his toes and then he jumped on the roof of my car. I thought I heard a grunt and then I could see his fingers through the front windshield. I sped up and swerved to shake the creature off. I didn't know what else to do. I thought I was being attacked by the devil himself. Though Davis was not hurt during his encounter with the lizard man, he got home and found that his car was not so lucky. His side view mirror was essentially unusable after what happened, and there were numerous scratch marks on the roof and hood of his vehicle. Davis then told his father about what happened, though it is not clear whether he believed his son's story or not. Regardless, Davis's father did finally share the incident with the police after reading a story in the local paper about a car that had been mauled in a similar fashion. On July 14, 1988, just a few weeks after the experience that Davis had while driving home from work, a couple named Tom and Mary Way called the police to their home in Bishopville to report a bizarre incident involving their vehicle. Unbeknownst to them, something had come along during the night and ripped the chrome fender from their car, broken its hood ornament, scratched its sides, bent the antenna, and even ripped out some of the motor wires. Even more strange was that the police noticed that the fender looked as if it had been chewed on, as if an animal had used its teeth to rip it off the car. The Ways also discovered several muddy footprints all over the vehicle, as well as clumps of red hair nearby. One of the main investigators for this incident, Sheriff Truesdale, spoke to several locals who gave him their theories on what happened to the Waze car. Their reports were eerily similar to what Davis saw. We learned that people in Bishopville community had been seeing a strange creature about seven feet tall with red eyes, Truesdale said. Some of them described it as green, but some of them described it as brown. They thought it might be responsible for what happened to the car. Within a month of Davis's encounter with the Lizard Man, multiple people in the Bishopville area claimed they saw him or woke up to unexpected damage to their cars. In fact, 12 more people claimed to see the Lizard Man of Skateboard Swamp that year. Some people were chased by the creature, and others were slowly being followed until the creature was spotted and ran away. There were also more reports of damaged vehicles. On July 24th, four teenagers on a double date saw a massive-looking thing run across the road about 20 feet in front of them. Though law enforcement officers were skeptical, they were still concerned that the tales could be real, as people they knew to be trustworthy were among those who said they had encounters. Still, they responded with skepticism and told the concerned townspeople that the creature was more likely to be a bear than a giant lizard. That is until they made a plaster cast of its footprints. The footprints had three toes and were approximately 14 inches long. Local biologists deemed them as unclassifiable. Johnny Evans, a spokesperson for the South Carolina Marine Resources Department at the time, said that the tracks did not match those of any animal that had been previously recorded, and they could not be mistaken for the track of any other animal. He also expressed doubt that the prints could have come from a known animal that had some sort of mutation. Shortly after receiving this initial report, the police received several more reports of howling and screeching coming from the same area. 
Officers were dispatched to the area and discovered three 40-gallon cardboard drums smashed and scattered all over the road. Several trees had their tops torn off about eight feet above the ground. There were also more three-toed footprints measuring 14 inches long by 7 inches wide that followed a trail nearly 900 feet into the swamp itself. While reports of the Lizard Man began to taper off by the early 90s, the early 2000s saw another rise in incidents. A woman in Newberry, South Carolina, reported in October 2005 that she had seen not one but two Lizard Man creatures outside of her home. She stood behind the back screen door of her house and watched as they ripped through the roof of her small chicken coop and reached in for a bit of a midnight snack. The creature nearest to her shoved one chicken into its mouth and carried another away as they made their way back into the tree line that bordered her backyard. Three years later, a Bishopville couple named Bob and Dixie Rawson discovered that their car had been damaged overnight and that a few of their cats had gone missing. To add to their fears, they also noticed patches of blood on their car, which an examination determined came from a dog. A sheriff later discovered a dead coyote and a dead cow in the field next to their home. In August 2015, a woman named Sarah Barra snapped a photo of the lizard man after she stepped outside of church for a moment. Admittedly, this photo is one that would make most people laugh with its bulging muscles, fake-looking red eyes, and plastic appearance. However, the photo she shared later encouraged an anonymous man to share video footage that he had taken of the creature in May of that year. I saw a lizard man story on the news, and it's given me the courage to send out a video I took in early May, the man wrote to a local news station. Though my wife believes that it's real, she said she'd be embarrassed that everyone would think I was a loon, so I kept it a secret. His 24-second video shows a tall creature darting in and out of the trees in a patch of woods, though it doesn't get close enough to show any real physical details. Shortly after that video was released, in June of 2015, another local man named Bob Tilly had a run-in with the lizard man that topped them all. He had spent the day hunting alligator with his partner, William Spencer. Exhausted from their nearly fruitless efforts, the two men were loading equipment and their one kill for the day into Tilly's truck. When they were struck by a screech from the tree line behind them like they had never heard. According to their report, the creature was on Tilly before they understood what was happening. The hulking beast latched its jaw around his forearm and dragged the man to the ground, snarling and wrapping its claws around his torso. Thinking quickly, Spencer pulled a 357 Magnum from a bucket in the back of the truck and fired into the air. In response, the creature looked up, locking his glowing red eyes on Spencer before beginning to drag Tilly toward the tree line. Spencer fired once again, this time just over the creature's head, and it released Tilly from its grip. Spencer claims that it then hissed the way he had heard so many gators warding off potential danger and ran on two feet back into the swamp. Spencer helped his severely injured friend into the truck and drove him to a nearby hospital. He was treated for deep lacerations and puncture wounds on his right arm, shoulder, and back. The local police took this incident very seriously. They sent deputies into the swamp where this occurred and spent two afternoons searching but found little more than the same three-toed footprints and broken trees. 
while many were quick to write this incident off as a couple of hunters who had too much to drink and underestimated the attack power of their prey. Both men are known teetotalers and upstanding members of the local Baptist church. Hospital records confirmed that Bob Tilly had zero alcohol in his system at the time of the attack. Not much has been seen of the lizard man in recent years, but as with so many of these unclassified creature sightings, it's only a matter of time before it makes itself known once again. So if you ever find yourself near the swamps of South Carolina, be sure to keep one eye on the water, and not just for gators. Welcome, campers, to Campfire Tales of the Strange and Unsettling. We're your hosts. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jordan. And now, the debrief. So just to, just to kind of re... You know, just kind of go back here a little bit. Uh, so we have... So this took place in central South Carolina. Uh, was it just in... Specifically in that area that they, that they found or that this lizard man kind of came i guess that he was spotted was it just in central south or south yeah. carolina okay. yeah there's so. a, a river system that goes right by um right by bishopville and what was that river specifically or what was that river called that's a good question because <laughs> that was that was one thing i was looking for it and i i don't think i i don't know if you had ever said it or not but i was trying to find it out because i wanted to look it up I did not. Okay. Well, while you're while you're gathering your facts here, so um, something I, I just kind of wanted to kind of wanted to look into. So this this lizard man, um, I know you described him basically as having uh, being seven feet tall, red eyes, green scaly skin, uh, similar to an alligator. Three you know three fingers. Is that uh, hands and toes, or was it? I mean, did he have like full, you know, full arms and legs as well? Yeah, it's full arms, full legs, three fingers, three toes. Okay, that's, which is actually that's like that's a good a good point because like the three fingers is a weird thing. It's a point of contention because very few reptiles on any level have three fingers, right? And three have three toes three digits and that like one, i think chameleons are about the only one and that was Most one thing reptiles that, have five right it definitely stood out for sure um now and i guess another thing uh you had said that he could what on uh, I, i'm assuming and i was trying to picture this as you were explaining it but was he running on his hind legs where he could get up to upwards of 40 miles per hour yeah so in that initial report well, not the very first one, but the first big one mm-hmm. with um, Christopher Davis, the the one where it attacked his car. He said that he got up to he got up near forty miles an hour when the when the lizard man jumped on jumped top of on his and, car. Right. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, which is pretty pretty nuts because you yeah, know that's insane. Not, like the average person definitely can't run that fast. Um, yep. you know, even, even animals, um, you know, specific animals can, um, I've never heard of any type of lizard being able to move that quickly. Um, there may be out there, you know, I, I don't know. Um, 
So, you know, just kind of putting this together because immediately what I think of are, you know, the reptilian race of, you know, of people. And I, sure. I always sway back into aliens, too. Um, sure. And <laughs> so... Uh, you know that was that was my immediate my immediate thought is it sounded some like something that could be very uh, very similar to that, right? But yeah. uh, one thing I do want to question now that I'm now that I'm kind of looking it over. This is, I, I assume, just this particular area of South Carolina. You said it was considered their mascot. Yeah, okay, so starting in 2018, Bishopsville now has a Lizard Man Festival. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, just, it's pretty fantastic. Which is similar even going back to the the Kentucky Goblins and their, you know, Little Green Men Festival that they have now. Uh, exactly. So, which, I mean, to me, that, you know, that, that lets you know that it's very widely known very widely spread whether it's a folk tale some urban legend or something that originated you know in this swampy area of this this river or something uh, but at least enough that there's enough credibility to it at that point where you know to celebrate it and acknowledge the existence and for it to be considered quote unquote a mascot yeah. um you know, it's it definitely. I mean, it definitely kind of makes you think. And so, I yeah, mean, I mean, it's it's prolific, right? Like people in this, and this is like legitimate, cemented South Carolina lore, right? It's, and I mean, yeah. it's specific to that area, but still, it which is why it also kind of kind of baffles me that it's just seen in that specific area. And I know that you'd mentioned, you know, due to that specific river, the specific area and everything. Yeah. But I, I I just wonder how it's never ventured out, how it's never been seen, you know, more widely spread than just this area. I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe it's real and it literally only lives in that area. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing I can think of, but it's just, yeah. it is, it is kind of strange that, like I said, it's just not been seen anywhere else, but you know, you would that, think that if it were folklore, right? If it were a hundred percent folklore, that it would spread, right? Especially if it can run 40 miles an hour. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it could run, you know, back and forth over the state of, you know, state of South Carolina as much as it wants. Like, you yeah. know, and you would think that maybe somebody, maybe on the other side, may have seen it at some point, or you know, ventured into the wrong neck of the woods, and you know, exactly. But by the way, to answer your initial question, it's Skateboard Swamp is like that river is a tributary of Black River in South Black Carolina, river, which goes yeah. does that go right through South Carolina? Yeah. Like pretty much from like central all the way to all the way to the Atlantic. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So which I mean that that could also explain why you know maybe maybe it just basically sticks to the river that specific swamp area. Yeah. Um. Now you had mentioned at another point. Um. After um. Uh. The Davis uh, Davis guy. 
um, and the incident of the car and everything, um, but had mentioned red hair, um, but didn't really kind of deep dive into that much. So, can you can you kind of elaborate on that a bit? Yeah, they found clumps of red hair around the the car that had been basically chewed up, right? And they found um, the hair actually ended up being canine in nature. Okay. So, so due to um, it, like, was it his dog or? Well, I don't. You know, you'd also mentioned coyotes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That I mean, that was the theory about it was was that um, the the lizard man had maybe had a snack before he attacked the car and brought some some hair along with him. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Just a little snack before he does his, you know. Yeah, a little snack. Car. I love him. the story. I love the story of, about the chickens. I'm I'm obsessed with the idea of watching two lizard men like dig into a chicken coop and just like picking up chickens and eating them. It's awful, so but it's it's super funny actually. I yeah, I mean especially these big ass like big ass lizard, seven foot tall. I mean, and I can only you know because you didn't really kind of or it wasn't really specified as to like you know where are they wide? Are they very slim? Are they very like lanky? Um, you know like. So I mean, you can only you can only kind of kind of just imagine, which I I try to imagine it kind of both ways. Uh, but yeah, I mean, especially trying to you know slither into like a chicken coop and you know just kind of having their way back and forth, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm gonna help you picture it here. All right, okay. yeah, paint a picture. I'm, I'm about to. I can do better than that. I'm going to show you the fucking ridiculous picture that a woman claimed was real. Oh, seriously? Of this fellow. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. I'm so pumped. Yep. This is what this is happening. And while you're while you're getting that pulled up, um so, yeah, I guess, so when, when they had kind of explained it to the police, and the police kind of just disregarded it at first, and eventually, you know, kind of, kind of, uh, alright, I'm getting it pulled up here, uh, but while I'm on my, my train of thought, so the police tried to, you know, kind of disregard it, but then eventually made, you know, tried to make sense of it, or at least acknowledge it. Um, but you said at first that they they assumed it was a bear until they just kind of actually looked into the fo- the footprints and stuff like that. Um, sorry, I'm trying to go through this here. But no, this is that that is <laughs> exactly what I thought. <laughs> All right, so just to give you an idea of the visual here, we have what looks like. Basically, I, I would want to say a lizard Power Ranger. Yes, you know? perfect. <laughs> Very, uh, uh, I mean, not even like, uh, not even as like a droid, but like literally just a lizard Power Ranger. Like, dude looks buff as fuck. 
Oh yeah. You know, it looks he's like he's just he's out ripped. like out for a stroll at <laughs> <laughs> the forest side. That's We're definitely going to post this that's on ridiculous. our Instagram. That's super ridiculous. Yeah. We'll definitely also... post it on the Instagram. It's it's hilarious. It's so bad. It looks like if you shoved two of them into each other, they would disappear. Like Power Rangers bad guys. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's... Yeah. But I, I use Power Rangers as an example because... I mean, it looks like this dude is... he He's on a mission, first of all. <laughs> but it looks like he is in a very obvious suit. Yeah. Um... You know, I mean, which, yeah, you said Power Rangers because it's obviously a guy in a big shitty rubber suit. Right. And so yeah. that that also kind of makes you think, which kind of sheds a whole lot of light on it now. Um, it kind of makes you think that maybe somebody out there was maybe they were maybe they were doing something. Maybe they were, you know, trying to um, catch something in the river. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to hope that stumble upon alligators or something but you know decided to throw on this lizard suit that became a thing <laughs> you know somebody spotted it and thinking oh my god you know, this is a there's a live lizard that looks like a man like um but maybe it's literally all just somebody fucking with somebody yeah like just yeah. i mean looking at that that image though that yeah i wouldn't think anything else at that point you know, I mean, we can't overlook the possibility of swamp people. True. Right? Like, I mean, yeah. literally, people who live out in the swamps, who, who you know, tend to go out of their way to keep people away from their area. Right. You have to keep up the appeal. Yeah. Or the, well, you have to keep up your your um, your just general. Uh, I I can't even think of the word for it, but <laughs> yeah, you're trying to keep people away. You're trying to. Right. You know, keep up I mean, that that thing, right? Yeah, they. This easily could have started as them trying to like ward people away from their area. Yeah. That makes perfect right. sense too. And that yeah. would, I mean, that would do it. I know if I was out in the middle of the swamp, or even you know, on a river or anywhere like that, and I saw this big ass lizard guy, I I would turn the other way. I'm not gonna lie. I'd I'd go home for sure. I'm not going for 100%. it. <laughs> I but, mean, but. As as likely as that is, I, you know, there is a much funner, a much more entertaining theory here, which you touched on briefly, which is reptilians. Exactly. So, I, yeah, I mean, I think that you know, if if I wanted it to be something, you know, back to this. If uh, I, you know, if I look at it how I want it to be, that's what it would be. It'd be yeah, it'd, it'd be reptilians, exactly. Um, yeah. You know, which it could be anybody. You know, if we if we get down to the nitty gritty of it all, that could there could be there could be hundreds of them first of all, and you know, and it could be not necessarily just someone that's specifically, you know, a lizard man, but also shape-shifting sure um you know could be it could be just yeah a lot of a lot of different because because i mean if you look at it like that it kind of opens up a whole different can of worms um you know and that could be just a just maybe there's some um 
like some specific colony or something that's nearby that nobody's ever stumbled upon or maybe um you know maybe again he's just one of those that has has ventured off doing his own thing and living his best life you know and his normal outward outward appearance you know not not hiding it as a human or anything like that because yeah like I said, with with uh, you know shape shifting and stuff like that, that's one of the first things I think of when I think of a reptilian race. Uh, you know, oh, especially yeah. in media and stuff like that, um, becomes one of those just I guess more silly things. But at the I same mean, this time, this could be this could be the one reptilian on Earth that didn't secure a government position. So hmm. <laughs> I didn't want to go that far, but yeah, <laughs> he's just living. <laughs> Living in the forest. Exactly. And he's just doing his thing. You know, he doesn't need anybody else. Just out there doing the damn thing. So, like, I I do love the idea that this is a reptilian. Yeah. Like, it's... It's such a fun subject. Like... But, he could also... I mean, it could be... A cryptid. Now, like, it's important to to put this in perspective because the swamp here is not like the gigantic tracts of swamps in like Louisiana. Right. right? It's like, not this be is your average pretty, swamp. Yeah. It's it's also fairly small. Okay. Honestly, like it, by comparison, it's like a couple miles across on either side of a river. That's it's basically right. So it's the, just a small small area. So it doesn't even span yeah. you know very far at all. Right. So so like you, you compared to like you know the swamps farther south. Right. Of which course. is like legitimate like entire regions of the country that are yeah. just unending swamplands. Yeah, it's not like that. So, so the idea of it being like a cryptid is less believable to me. You know what I mean? Because it's a small piece of land. Right. Yeah. So less believable than just a reptilian. No. No. Not less believable than a reptilian. It's All right. Less, it's less believable than it would be if it were a larger swamp. Yeah. That's I, I mean. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, and especially, I mean, because I, I kind of go back, I, and as much as being like a reptilian and kind of thinking about how like how funny that would be and how like how awesome that would be too, uh, but you also, I, I don't know, I mean, with as you're saying, with it being such a smaller area, a more, um, you know, very, I guess, just. It's going to be less dense. It's going to be, you know, just the just the area in, in particular. I mean, especially South Carolina. And with the huh. fact that it's only ever been, quote-unquote, spotted in that area. Um, and shown off as some, you know, Power Ranger-looking <laughs> lizard guy. Like, I, I feel ultimately it's probably just somebody that started off dressing in a lizard suit. Um, and like you said, maybe it was, maybe they were just trying to ward off anybody that was nearby. Like, that's what makes the most sense to me. Okay. Um, just because it, it, 
it would explain a lot more, I think. And there's not as much to back it up, especially being the area that it's in. And not, you know, as vast as, like, say, like, swamps in Florida and stuff like that. You know, areas where you know it has a major, major swamp, like, just vast areas of swamp land. Massive Um, tracts of untouched land. Exactly. And who knows what's in there? But, you know, this just off, you know, off the side of the river, just a mile that way, a mile this way, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I would say there's it's probably someone that it's settled there. Um, yeah. you know, and that would, that would be seem more likely to me at least, but you know, it, it just kind of, yeah, just trying to, just trying to kind of piece it all together. Um, but I, I guess ultimately what outside of, you know, kind of, kind of playing along with the reptilian thing. What do you, what do you think? Do you think it is, um, you know, think it, it's a possible. I know that you mentioned that, you know, since it's a smaller area, it's most likely unlikely. Sure. But I mean, where where do you okay. see? So that's that's not even my only problem with this being legit. So first off, the idea that okay, so. There are no lizards at all in the, like, in the, in the evolutionary record. There are no lizards with humanoid features. None. Okay. Okay. So, the idea that this is, uh, like, an actual creature that evolved alongside human beings... It's hard for me to swallow. Right, and up on its hind legs and everything. Right. I mean, very similar right. to the characteristics of a human. Yeah. Right. It's not like thinking about the Sasquatch or, you know what I mean? Because we have actual of evidence of these things um, yep. from the past, at, at the very least. Right. But there are no. There's never been a reptile in the evolutionary record with humanoid features. So. I have trouble buying that. I that makes sense. I honestly, even beyond the the theory that this is, you know, people living in the swamp scaring people away, we also can't overlook the possibility that this basically all stemmed from a teenager who fucked up and crashed his car and made up a wild story. That's pretty fucking wild, though, to try and tell. It sure is. I mean, because he could have said, a bear ran out in front of me. That would be more believable than this giant lizard thing is there. (laughs) And it ripped apart my car. And yeah, I mean, I I would, yeah, yeah. I mean, people tell strange stories, especially in the heat of the moment. Maybe he thought he saw something. Right. And who knows? Maybe there were other things at play um, that weren't uh, you know that weren't mentioned Um, you know he could have been on something and maybe he did see a lizard man that wasn't really a thing it could have been a fucking tree Um, yeah you know so this is the late 80s in the south 
He right. definitely could have been on something. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, there's other things, which I'm, from that, you know, from that standpoint, you know, drugs could have been involved. He could have been on some form of psychedelic. He could have been, yep. um, he could have been sleep deprived, you know, and driving yep. his car. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that could explain what he thought he saw. Um, I think that it would sound better than him making up a story as to why he crashed. Because I think, like, how do you pull a story like that out of your ass? Oh, man. I, 17-year-old me pulled some stories. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me, but still. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you ever I'm tell your saying. parents you saw a giant lizard man and that's why you were, home, you know, getting home late that day? Right. No, I never went that far. But, I don't know. I mean, and you're, you make a good point, right? Like, we don't know this kid. He could be like a God-fearing, you know... Right, right, Future exactly. pastor, could. or he could be... He could have been on the fifth day of a cocaine binge. Yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah, and that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, so... There could have been other things at play. He could have... He could have been spooked by something else. Um, or, like I said, even sleep deprivation can cause you yeah. to see and experience weird things that, you know, you're not actually doing. So, you know, so it, I guess that's possible. But then also the fact that these, you know, everyone else or the, how many other accounts of this, was that the very the very first one that ever like was ever documented or ever came about that was or, the second one ever so that was the, the second first, one the first one was george holloman jr he was a 20 year old who he's the the guy who stopped he was riding his bike he right, got off on the, the side of the road and, to, yeah yep and then yeah he thought it was a stump and then it stood up which is scary as shit I mean, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that'd be terrifying. It's a scary story. Um, but so, so it was those two that kind of brought this into a thing. So, but basically, where I'm trying to get at is the fact that this town or this area has now deemed this as a mascot because everybody's buying into these bullshit stories or because there's been a lot more accounts and everyone is actually seeing the same thing, you know, similar to a Bigfoot or Sasquatch or, you know, something of the like, you know? Um, and so that's, that's where I kind of, I, I wonder because, you know, if we're getting into trying to be, you know, trying to, I guess, even debunk it or, or say that, you know, it could have been him on drugs or anything else. Um, you know, how does that kind of play out when the whole town is now claiming to see it, or are they just taking every, you know, two people's word for it? So, I mean, there have definitely been other sightings, and as masterful as my investigative journalism skills are, I know there are stories that I didn't find here, right? Because, oh, right, you're right, sure. it became a it became a prolific thing right like they literally have a festival named after it like it's a thing that and people really do talk about it like it's real in this area like i you know i said right up top that it's you know it's 
spoken of with reverence and like fear and it, it really See, is like that's the way people talk about it and like, that's that's where and that's where I was getting at is that the fact that they believe so wholeheartedly in it, in it to even start a festival and things like that you know it, it to either celebrate it or to um, ward it off or whatever they're trying to do but you know the fact that they'd go so far as to do that like I feel like maybe there is a little bit more yeah maybe that town knows some shit that we don't and so and that's where you know I I want to be logical and I want to try and you know figure out a reason for things outside of a giant walking you know lizard man, lizard man because I don't buy into that at all and but I mean there's there's obviously something there um, unless you know it's been one of those things it's been passed down from generation to generation and yeah I mean but still this was what the 80s yeah it started in the 80s so it's not like it's very old it's not like it's you know folklore or anything like that that's been around for ages right. um, you know so but where was it before then that's a good question so you know it, you, you have to kind of look at it both ways um, it's just yeah I I think I don't know I, I want to say that it was probably both of them maybe both of them similar situations that they were into something uh, that kind of caused it and then it started you know started telling the townsfolk and then they started to look for it and then maybe thought that they saw things they didn't because they wanted to and so then it it just spanned this whole big just uh kind of domino effect where everybody started to see things that they didn't really see but they wanted to so now everybody has spotted it and now the whole town is believing in it because you know they want to so much that it's now this big thing and now they're having a festival and it's making even more people believe in it you know it's it's, what easier way can you really celebrate something or promote something than having a fucking festival for it first of all you know because that right there just it sends that message that hey this is something that we all believe in and you should too and so you know you get people to come to it they're gonna buy into it yeah I mean, you just basically encapsulated the skeptic's view of all cryptids. <laughs> True, I know. But, I mean, yeah. particularly with this one. Um, yeah. Because, to me, I it's just silly. Um, as, yeah, I as mean, cool and it's it also... Is, it's, you know... It's also easy to think of it in much sillier terms after you see that obviously fake power rangers photo that that woman tried see, to see that to, that did me in to saw off as real yeah. right yeah and that that kind of sucks because like a lot of the stories they're scary and they're like serious and then well, I mean, this woman publicizes this photo that's absolutely absurd and it makes the whole thing feel silly you know but if that thing was like chasing after me i'd be fucking booking it <laughs> like it's it, I mean, he's beefy. I would have he was definitely beefy. <laughs> he's a reptilian beefcake for sure. Oh, 
bad. And so, but that also, yeah, that it did make it a little bit more, after seeing that, made it feel more far-fetched. Yeah, um, definitely. But, and that's how things are sometimes. Like, you know, you especially there's there are some cryptids and things like that that just look very, very silly. And, you know, you just think, how is this a thing? How, how is somebody buying into this? Whereas, you know, there's a lot of other things that are just way more believable. Um, yeah. And then, you know, in this particular case, just the photo being what, you know, kind of kind of did it for yeah. me. But, you know, I mean, it, um, the, the one that, that gets me. Okay. So I do tend to take, when it comes to cryptids, I tend to take them more seriously the older they are. I'm not sure why that is exactly, but I mean that just it makes it seem like there's more there's more ground to it. Right. Yeah, there's been more groundwork that's been laid out. There's probably a lot more accounts. It's been a thing for you know for longer. People have yeah. recognized like the it idea. for so long. Yeah. I like the idea of generations of people experiencing the same thing. Right? Like that makes it feel very real to me. There's gonna be a lot more weight to it at that point. Right. But there are, I mean, we think of cryptids in like, they've evolved alongside human beings, and but managed to stay separate from us. Of course. Right? Yep. So like you think of a cryptid, you think of like the Sasquatch, right? Keep going back to him, but he's like the gold standard of cryptids, I mean, yeah. right? It's going to so, be the like, most well known that anybody right. would even think of. But like with Sasquatch, you think of him being like they they have lived generations of sasquatch have lived and died in the forests right maybe that's not what this is think about okay. this if you think about this differently i mean this could be like the result of i mean maybe we're getting into like comic book land but like this could be the result of like mutation an experiment a mutation uh-huh it could be you know you you like aliens? Maybe this is like a left a left behind. I, I'm trying not to go the alien route right mm, now, you right. know. But I know, I know. I'm just saying we don't have to think about it um, strictly as a cryptid that has. If it's there, it's been there forever. Yeah, you know what I mean. So the maybe the fact that it's not old is actually something in the in the prose column. Not okay. necessarily the cons, right? Because it just creates a new set of possibilities if it's new. Now, I like the idea of, say, some experiment or some mutation and things like that. Because, I mean, in you know, in the norm, you wouldn't think of something like that actually being real. Um, you know, but I mean, there. Are, there are a lot of things that are done. There's a lot of, you know, secret experiments and things like that. If we get into conspiracies and stuff like that, um, hybrids, CRISPR, all that there. And there's many, many different things that, I mean, we could definitely get into, but what if it was some form of mutation or some cross like hybrid between, you know, man and, lizard experiment that ended up going wrong and 
they tried to dispose of it and weren't able to and now it's it's ventured off into this area where it's trying to um you know i mean the human aspect or the human side of it is essentially trying to just keep to itself and you know trying to basically live off and and do its thing um and not you know be this known or you know known as this experiment or not be experimented on anymore um you know and so maybe that's a possibility right which i like the reptile side just wants to eat right and i I like kind of that angle honestly um yeah even more than i like like the idea of aliens uh because i mean whoa that's crazy i know uh, just <laughs> like something more than aliens. It just seems like that would be it'd be a cooler story to tell, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, I don't know how plausible it actually is, but it, that's it's a damn good story, right? I like that. Like, I, I like that concept. It's a neat angle for sure. The Bob Tilly account freaks me out. The like actual attack, and so kind of refresh. Um, refresh on yeah. that because that was actually one of the talking points that I had here um, that I was going to bring up him so right so in June of 2015 this dude is out hunting with his partner William Spencer right they're out right. hunting alligators and they get back to their truck they're loading all their gear up in the back of the truck and they're just blindsided by what they claim was the lizard man Right? The dude, like, gets dragged to the ground. The guy pulls the gun out and shoots in the air, and the thing just looks up and then starts dragging his friend toward the tree line. Like, he's going to take off with him. Right. Like, teeth sunken in on the arm and just dragging him back to the to the woods, to the swamp. And then the guy fires over right over the lizard man's head, and he lets go and takes off. You know, so, and I was trying to go back to try and see if we could tie that into the mutation or experiments and things like that. Um, but maybe there is, like, some, uh, you know, maybe, maybe like, during this, he was there was some, like, form or uh cross whatever with like an you know something like an alligator or something like that right. like something with the need to hunt right um and so maybe like that's the um that side comes out that he tries to try and you know tries to keep down and ever so often does come out and he doesn't have control over it it's that right. just that that animal instinct right so um we're yeah. literally building a comic book villain. I mean, I. That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, get there. I love it. Uh, yeah, but I'm, maybe that's like it. the animal instinct that comes out from time to time, or that he tries to keep down. And you know, there's it's just like on a full moon that a you know a wolf just has no control over whatever. Um, you know, it's it's like that. But maybe this particular incident with uh, with Bob Tilly. Um. You know they were out. They were out hunting. Maybe they got too close to his. You know to where where he was or his home or yeah. uh, whatever. You know whatever you want to call it within the swamp. That he felt almost like they were intruding. Right. Uh, maybe threatened. he felt the need. Right. Maybe he felt threatened and the need to. Um, you know just 
basically protect his surroundings and himself and just immediate animal instinct kicked in. Um, right. You know, maybe that's how his, we'll call him powers in this case, uh, okay. you know, how they come to light is, you know, in a case like that. Um, but, you know, it also maybe it was an alligator. Sure. And it just happened to like get up on him and maybe, you know, maybe he didn't see it right. Maybe it pulled a, you know, cause they do act quickly. You know, they yeah, can, I mean, they can grip and they can, I mean, they can jerk back and they can move very, very quickly too. So maybe yeah. it's kind of the heat of the moment. And then with the whole lizard man thing, um, you know, being so widely spread and, you know, being so well known at this point that he immediately just said that, you know, or maybe it was something yeah. that, um, he got a story wrong and then it never could go back on it because he didn't want to sound stupid. Um, you know, and so it, it kind of, yeah. like I said, just looking, looking at it and trying to find out or trying to figure out and kind of pick it apart as much as I can. But yeah, you can't ever underestimate the power of pride, right? Oh yeah. So Always. they tell this crazy story off the bat. There's, you know, and then they, they can't go back on it. And I'm sure right? they're out there, you know, they're, they're having a good old time. They're, they're hunting the swamp, maybe, maybe having some, having some drinks, you know, just being men you know and all this goes down and he's you know maybe he's maybe he didn't even get to see it maybe he got knocked over was unconscious or uh you know hit his head or something and then you know uh, barely coherent and sees bob over there being you know pulled away by some you know something in the woods or something in the swamp and you know, and that's the only logical thing you could think of. Um, logical. See, that or, is one thing. Yeah, that is one thing about the story is none of it comes from from Tilly, from Bob Tilly. It's because he doesn't remember a damn thing. Right. Which you would think. Like, I mean, if you're in that situation, you would at least have some recollection. He Maybe. said all he. I don't remember the quote exactly, but basically he said like. All he remembers is teeth and hitting the ground. Exactly. Like, be easy and, you know, for. That sounds like a gator attack to me. Exactly. I was gonna say. I mean, it'd be easy, not even knowing, because they are very quiet. I mean, they're you know very like the way that they can basically stalk their prey. I mean, it's very yep. like it's, it's a science, and so you know could have out of out of nowhere. Just gets pulled down, and that's the only you know that's the only thing he knows is he has yep. these see you know these teeth that are sunken into him, and he's hitting the ground, you know. And then I'm sure he was probably either unconscious or was in the heat of the moment too, where you know it's it's all like survival instinct kicks in, right. and that's that's it's all, all you can do, right? Yep. Um, and then you have the buddy over here that you know who knows what was happening at that time. Who knows what he actually saw or what he didn't see. Um, and so you only have basically one person's side to really go off of. And that's yep. not even you know, the person that it happened to. This is just a, right. basically like a one, bystander, essentially. Right. One panicked, very panicked person. Exactly. And, you know, we've all seen alligators when they launch up out of the water and grab, like, shit out of trees. Like animals off tree oh, yeah. branches. Like they they have some literally vertical. vertical. 
Yeah. Yes. Like, so imagine you spin around right as your buddy, like, right as the alligator, like, launches up and grabs your buddy's arm. For that moment when they're both, when your friend is still standing, it might look like the alligator's standing up. Yeah, you know what no, I that's, mean? A, that's a good, that's a really good point. And that's not even something I, I even thought about, um, you know, even kind of going through it. But no, that's... And then drags him to the ground, and then they're both on the ground. Yep. Right? The only thing that freaks me out, the only thing that that doesn't make sense with that is he, he claims that after he fires the second shot, that it ran on two feet back into the swamp. Which, I mean, so he says. Right, so he says. That's um, where we get to it. You know, and maybe, maybe it like dipped and dove. Um, I mean, you, maybe he was just so convinced by the first part of the story that that, it that would make it, more sense. Know? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, especially like you said, you know, if he came out and was almost vertically, like I mean, it, I'm sure that would look like a a lizard man. Like no yeah. joke, you know. Definitely, and that would be, and especially with every, with this kind of lore, uh, you know, semi recent lore and everything. Um, right. But again, with it being known, that it would make a lot of sense for him to immediately assume, "Oh, that's the lizard man. That's what everybody's been talking about. It's got my friend, right. you know." Exactly, and pulls him down. And I mean, as far as running away, and that could still be shock. That could be, you know, anxiety, paranoia. That could be everything just as, you know, coming all together and immediately thinks that he sees this and thinks that he sees it running off, but it's not in reality, it's not. You know, it yeah. goes back into the water and never to be seen again. So right. I would want to say that's most likely, at least in that that account, was probably was probably an alligator attack. Right. Predisposition mixed with panic. Exactly. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense. I just while we were talking about, I hadn't even thought of that. Just because I like the, I mean, that account is like straight out of a monster movie, right? right of course. I, I mean, like, but now talking about it, like, I I could definitely see the gator jumping up, grabbing the arm, spinning around just to see them both standing. Yeah. Like I and just having that image seared in your head and that would shape the entire account after that, you know. Yeah, and that's and and like I said, I mean, you know, thinking about it being able to to be able to dive out like that or, you know, such like a vertical position. Yeah. If you were to see that and also have this in the back of your mind about these uh, lizard men or this lizard man, I mean that would that would probably be the first thing you would think of, you know if if I yeah. you know if I spent you know x amount of time however, um, you know he's been in the area or knew about this lizard man or anything like that, and then maybe he's always wanted to see one. Maybe it's been something that he's you know he's always tried to you know tried to be like oh yeah they're not real I'm gonna I'll prove you wrong blah blah blah, blah. and then you know this type of thing happens and he's an instant believer. Or, you know, there's a lot of, really a lot of things that could kind of go into play. But I, to me, I think, like I said, I think that's the one that I would, I'd prefer to believe in. And I think, you know, just you explaining, just it rising up vertically. I mean, that's, that's a perfect, perfect example of something that you could see thinking you see one thing, but it's complete, you know, complete opposite. 
Yep. Alright, so what is your what's your to you, what's your leading theory overall? What do you think's going on here? Um personally I I assume that it was it was most likely I mean I kind of going back to talking about um you know the first the first two accounts uh the guy stopping you know stopping on his bike his uh, bicycle ride home from work um and then the other the car accident um I think that those were most likely two entirely different things that they saw um I can't say as far as the one on the bicycle I I don't think it was a lizard man um you know maybe if he was close to the swamp maybe he happened to see uh, an alligator that was on the ground and went <laughs> dove <laughs> went to jump <laughs> um you know I don't have 100% of an answer for that one uh sure. just because you know I mean looking like a tree stump and then rising um that's that's a little bit trickier but maybe it's the heat of the day it was heat exhaustion he was also coming home from work you know riding sure. driving or riding his bike home from work having to stop to take a break for a you know cigarette as you're riding your bike home from work i mean you know there's it could have been just the heat it could have been you know, a lot of things i would like to think it wasn't the lizard man and the same with the one uh, with this car being mauled and torn to you know, torn to bits and in places and things like that, I don't think that yeah. was either. I think, as we had talked about, he was either maybe on drugs, maybe he was dr- drinking and driving, maybe he just you know had a really rough day, um, you know, it, a lot of a lot of things. But again, not not the lizard man. And then when we get into um, you know, this other one with Bob Tilly and, you know, and his buddy, we've already discussed yeah. that. Yeah. So ultimately I doubt it. You know, I, I'm going to say the lizard man as much as it would be really cool. Um, and really cool to, I mean, see in person outside of that, that very, very silly picture. Um, right. you know, as much as the idea of it, it would be really neat. I am going to say, uh, I'm gonna say no. It's it's gonna be false, my personal opinion. But I right. do I, absolutely love, really quick, just the mutation or the experiment, uh, the experiment end of it. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to branch off of that. <laughs> okay. You know. All right. So, I I completely agree with you. I I full out don't buy the lizard man at all. I am I mean it's a bummer and I love that like this this little town in South Carolina has this you know yeah, this of folklore course. built in I love it like any any time things like this pop up I'm I'm a huge fan but I think the first my theory for the first encounter with the bike the tree stump I think that was a straight up swamp person I think that yeah, that would make a lot of sense. I think he saw a dude who was like popping a squat over there by the tree line. He thought he was a stump. Maybe he, you know, had some like some. Maybe he was muddy. Maybe he was, you know, 
anything like that. Dressed then, in like leaves yep. and stuff to cover, sure. you know, to basically camouflage himself. I mean, yep. And then yeah. as he walked up to the guy, he stood up and freaked the kid out. You know, I think I think that's probably what happened there. Yeah, that's a. I mean, that'd be an excellent explanation. Not even something that I I thought of. Um, yeah, I think I think the second story with the car was definitely just a teenager covering his tracks I think in a really bad way <laughs> in like right. a really poorly thought out way so um, I guess yeah, the other the other question um, when that happened how long before that was the first uh, the first incident okay so the first one happened in I actually have this right here so just a second the first incident happened in the fall of 87. Okay. And then the second one was in the summer of 88. So it was just a few months later. So, I mean, the information was still fresh from that that person's account. I'm sure, um, you know, word had spread around the town and things like yep. that. And so maybe, maybe that was his, you know, just quick... Uh, rash decision to explain you know what happened because it was still new and thinking his parents would buy into it or something that's possible and even if the even if that first story didn't get a lot of publicity you're talking about a small town you're talking about a 20 year old in 87 story getting to a 17 year old in 88 that's not far-fetched oh no not at all i I mean mean, like a story like that could spread very easily from one of those guys to the news travels fast in small towns yeah absolutely bad gas travels fast if you will like i mean that's 100 percent. and so yeah that would that would make a lot of sense for sure um so i i mean yeah, it sounds like it sounds like that would probably be a pretty, like I said, a logical explanation, or I guess not logical, but you know, it'd be a good, yeah. a good guess as to what what he actually thought he saw or why he did it. And you know, I think the rash of car vandalism, destruction to people's vehicles. Particularly that first one where the bumper was all chewed up. Right, yep. And they found the tufts of red hair. Mm-hmm. I think coyotes. Yeah. I mean and that was that was what I was what I and I brought up the, the red hair and everything. Because I mean with the lizard man, it's they he was described as green, scaly, you know, Right. No, no type of red hair or anything like that. So then we, you know, start to talk about coyotes, but yeah, they could definitely, you know, vandalize. They could, they could cause a lot of issues and things like that. That would be a lot more logical than some lizard some man lizard. just <laughs> going to, you know, going to town on all these vehicles, right? And like a pack of coyotes, they're trouble. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. If they get comfortable in like a suburban neighborhood. They will destroy shit for sure. And they're going to be able to do it quick. Quick and yeah, very, exactly. very easily. And yep. so, I mean, that would that would explain that exactly right there. So, I mean, at this point, there's, there's more to really disprove it, in my opinion, than there is to try and even rationalize it or even try and back it up. 
Yeah, as unfortunate as it is, I think this one's a bust. I agree. I agree. But it is a great and really, I mean, it's a really cool piece of folklore for this town and this region. Like, I I support it 100%, and I would love to attend the festival at some point. Yeah. That would... It would be a blast. When they do have they, uh, panels with like paranormal. Oh, that would be cool. With, like, awesome. Yeah, they do a whole thing. And when do they do their festival? They do their festival in, I believe it's in the fall. In the fall. Yeah, it's roughly when I know the Kentucky Goblins one is August, I believe, yeah. of every year. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, give it a plug. It's May 31st to June 2nd in. It's centered around the Cotton Museum in Bishopville. Nice. Yep. And it's just, is it just called the Lizard Man Festival? Yep. Cool. Lizard Man Festival. They have panel discussions with, like, paranormal topics. They do tours of the Lizard Man Trail. Oh. Which is like, yeah, it's like... Because during one of those, when they that summer, that first summer when they had the like rash of reports, right, there was a spot where they actually followed the tracks like 900 feet into the swamp. Oh damn! Okay. Yeah. So like they do tours of that trail, that initial trail where they tracked it, which is pretty cool. And yeah, I mean, the panels I would be fascinated by. That would be great. They've had like some. I forget. I don't have the list in front of me, but they had some pretty cool guests. That's awesome. I saw like people who've written lots of like cryptid books and stuff like that. I mean, if the lizard man isn't real, at least they've got some cool shit to come out of that area to to really kind of help. Which I mean, at this point, it could be a, a you know some type of tourism scheme to get people to to yeah. uh, you know frequent the area. I'm just yeah, kidding. Sure. I'm just kidding. I mean, that's fine with me. It's, I mean, it's possible, but uh, who cares? Yeah, if it works, it yeah. works. That's great. Fun is fun. Whether you're going to a festival for the Tilt-A-Whirl or, a, you know, a panel on cryptids. Yeah. Just, you know, go have a good time. <laughs> I agree. Well, that's awesome. I appreciate, uh, yeah, I appreciate the story. And I'm glad we were able to uh, come to a, a general agreement, I think. And yes. Yeah. You know, kind of have both agreed that you know, we don't we don't really buy into it, but the idea of it is very fun and would be very cool. Agreed. But I would like to uh, write a story about it. Maybe we'll submit it to their next festival. Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll, we'll just write them a comic book. Okay. <laughs> I'm into it. Awesome. Well, I think that uh, wraps up what episode seven. Uh, the Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our weird, possibly alien, maybe ghostly, probably cryptid hearts for listening. We absolutely love having the chance to discuss all these wild creatures and events every week, and it's your continued attention that allows us to carry on. We want to get to know each and every one of you, so please come and check us out on all the socials at campfire.tales.podcast on Instagram and Facebook, at Campfire T-O-T-S-A-U on Twitter, and you can also visit our website at campfirepodcastnetwork.com. If you love the show, please rate and review it. It's what truly helps us continue bringing your weekly dose of the strange and unsettling. 
And a special thank you, as always, to Greg Martin at Reverent Music on Instagram um, for his song, Dying Star. That's from the EP Interstellar. It's fantastic, fantastic stuff. Go give that a listen. And that's it. Until next time. I'm Ryan. I'm Jordan. And remember, campers, stay weird and trust in the unknown.